0: on your podcast platform to help us promote this podcast. Billy Currington summed it up well when he said God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. So let's join our host Michael and Anthony for this week's discussion. Welcome to episode number 107 of the Beers and Bible podcast. I am Anthony and I am Michael. And tonight, we have a couple of special guests with us, and they are? I'm Bob Raydank and I'm his wife, Kelly. Oh, man. We are so glad to have the Raydanks with us tonight. Um, hey, you said you... our name right. That did, is awesome. See? see I'm better That's than Nathan Cravat. I just want to say that right here. on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, we love the guys over at the RFP. And that's actually where, um, we, Michael and I first heard your guys' story was on, uh, the alcohol episode, which was, uh, just after our episode and, and, um, just loved your guys' story. We talked about it the last couple of weeks. And, uh, and so this is the, this is going to be one of the, the closing 2021 episodes for, for the Beers and Bible podcast. Um, and and we just wanted to talk to the Ray Danks. If you've heard their story on the Beers and Bible podcast, then then Wrong. you will be familiar with it. Nope, just kidding. Not on the Beards and Bible, on the Recovering Fundamentalists
1: On the podcast.
0: <laughs> we, on one of the podcasts. Um, <laughs> one of their podcasts. But man, we have, uh, we, we loved their story and just wanted, because their story fits so well with where we have been in the Book of Lamentations. And so we thought it would be a great idea just to have a conversation with them. And that's what we're going to do tonight. But before we do that, we are going to drink beer because that's what we do. Um, so, Bob, if you listened, if you were attentive enough and listened like we did, then you found out that uh, Radler... No, no, I said that wrong. How do you say it? Rodler. Radler. See, it looks like Radler because I'm from the South. It's, <laughs> it's, an, it's an R-A-D. Uh, but this is a Rattler, uh, and this is from Germany. I actually drove for five hours to get this beer
1: that is some wow. dedicated beer drinking right
0: there. <laughs> granted i was already driving through the town anyway and had a reason to stop but it, it is uh it took me five hours to get to uh helen georgia where i picked up one of these um because in south alabama you can't find exotic beer like this um this is tell tell us about what what is a rodler because you guys lived in germany so
1: yeah, we lived in Germany for about 10 years almost. And uh, Rodler is a special German beer concoction and it's really girly beer. Uh, that's what all the Americans say, <laughs> yes. it's girly beer. There's not much alcohol into it. It's not gonna burn going down, um, but it's a, it's a little bit of beer and some lemon, like Sprite. Like I a guess. lemon lime drink. Like a lemon lime yeah. drink mixed. And so Germans like to mix their drinks. They even mix a Coke with beer, which is really good. I can't find that here, but I have that seems really strange.
2: And this one is actually made in Salzburg, which, Mm -hmm. if you're a Sound of Music fan, that is the city where Sound of Music was filmed and the story takes place. How about that? And another
1: (laughs) another city fact Helen, Georgia, is where Kelly and I spent our honeymoon. So,
2: oh, that's
3: awesome. I I, I go to Helen like five. Five times a year, probably. Really? Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, That's my cool. in-laws. In- no in- yeah, we need to go back. Yeah, my we in-laws have back. a. Uh, they have a camper that they keep up there in the Helen area. So
2: cool.
0: Um, I, I'm familiar with Helen. <laughs> yep. I became familiar with Helen when. So we when I lived in Georgia when Michael and I met. Uh, it's like a it's in a town called Flowery Branch, about an hour from Helen, and my wife's family lives in North Carolina. And so we would drive through Helen to get to go visit her, my wife's family, and hmm. that was that was how I became familiar with Helen. And I was like, they have really good beer here in Helen, so and I'm going to probably stop and get some.
1: It's a pretty authentic German German town. Mm-hmm. I mean, the nice. architecture, the Bavarian German, Bavarian yeah. German. Mm-hmm. That,
0: that yeah,
3: sweet.
1: I, I felt kind of at home when we were there. The food was pretty authentic, mm-hmm. from what I remember, it was pretty good. And, nice. Uh, but pretty cool that you found a Rodler. That's a Rodler. Um, so we, we have the
0: Rodler tonight. And uh and this I, I'm I'm intrigued by this beer and sprite and beer and coke thing that you're that you're talking about. I've I don't, I don't know if it's the I don't know if I'm part German, but I like to mix mix things up as well. So you never know. I may I may try some what like what kind of beer do you mix with coke?
1: Well they have a, a wheat uh kind of wheat beer, uh-huh. a Weizen that they'll they'll mix it with. And uh, the guy that told me that he, a friend of mine, he said you put more coke in, in the, than beer, and I don't know if that was just his own personal preference because he wasn't really a, a German guy, but, but wasn't mm-hmm. big into drinking beer. Um, he thought it was bitter, but that's how he taught me how to drink it, and I, I love, I love that. That's really good. Nice. Uh, I've gotten hooked on these Rodlers with the, <laughs> with the Sprite and beer well, mix. Well, there's
0: only one way to find out how these are going to taste, and that's to crack them <laughs> open and drink them. I feel bad though. I have
1: already cracked mine open.
0: Oh, that's I okay. Hope that's not
1: against the rules. <laughs> there there are not
0: are against no rules.
2: the
0: rules. <laughs> we make up the rules as we go. So uh, we like to we like to crack them on the podcast because it's we just like the sound of it. Right. And so he can make the
2: sound with his mouth. That's right. You, you, it you can, can do
0: <laughs> so. Here we go, Michael. We'll crack them open in three, two, one, crack. We just like that sound. It's just it is, it's it's a good it's sound beautiful. Oh, this is interesting. Well, so we like to smell them up and uh, <laughs> get our get our first. This this is going to be a first for us. We know we know that Bob has had it, and Kelly Kelly's gonna be uh, she's gonna be drinking water tonight.
2: I've tried <laughs> it and I don't. it. Is love it normal
3: it. to spill a bunch on the floor?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> okay,
3: I had a bunch. <laughs> look it up, man. Look That's it up. do very, don't waste that very stuff. German of you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even had anything to
2: drink today. <laughs> we'll see how many have you had?
0: <laughs> <But> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> My, oh, Michael man. is here for our entertainment. That's what he's here for. <laughs> <laughs> so you can definitely smell in this thing. It smells lemony. Like uh-huh. it, this mm-hmm. smells like it's going to be a lemon, like a lemon. I don't know.
2: I think it's, this is. It's more lemon. It's definitely more lemon line than it is beer. I think it right. has more okay. like two thirds lemon lime doesn't it or the the sprite drink was yeah when i was it?
1: introduced to them i i was nervous because i i was kind of like a beer virgin and mm-hmm. i didn't know much <laughs> and so so the my friend who introduced it to me he, he he gave me one and he i drank it and it was really good and he asked me if i wanted another and i said oh i don't want to i don't want to get too tipsy or anything he's like bob you have to drink like 50 of these <laughs> to, to, to get tipsy. yeah
0: <laughs> i see on the can it says the uh abv is two percent so that's definitely that's going to be the lowest that we've had on the podcast so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so this is going to be it's gonna be fun
3: it smells really good it does honest
0: so i'll I'll tell you where where michael and i come from we are typically a i like lagers which are dark beers usually around four or five maybe six percent michael is a fan of sours mostly Mm. which are about the same, four or five. Mm. We've had a few that are stronger in the seven or eight. We did one, I think it was the dragon's milk that was 11 and a half or something like that. Yeah. Wow. It was really strong, and it was a stout. It was an imperial stout, and it was like, it was good, but you're not going to want to have more than one of those because <laughs> yeah. it hurt. It hurt going down. But uh, but yeah, well, let's uh, let's turn up a Rodler. And let's see what Germans have to offer.
1: You have have to say Prost. Prost.
0: Prost. Prost. Is that cheers? Yeah, that's cheers in German. Awesome. There we go. We're learning German tonight. Here we go. Prost. Prost. (laughs)
1: That's so good.
0: Okay. That's not what I expected. (laughs) That Okay that's almost exactly what I expected huh that so all right Michaels Michael's gonna
3: I had something else in my <laughs> head and I will <laughs> expound on that after Anthony talks mm-hmm.
0: okay so this to me tastes like sprite with extra lemon in it like a it's like sprite with a kick mm-hmm. which is kind of what I was anticipating sprite with a kick yeah um this almost feels like a mixture of Mike's hard lemonade and beer Mm -hmm. is almost what this feels like to me. Um, it's it's real. It's interestingly good. Like this to me would be a really good summer afternoon, right? Hanging out in the backyard. Yeah. Um, you're you're grilling, you're barbecuing, you're doing something outside, and this is just your constant cold sipping. Do they? All right. So Germans, do they drink
1: beer warm most of the time, or do they drink it cold? They they -hmm. do drink a lot of warm beer, but this would not be. I don't okay. think this would be. No, I think this would typically concerned. be chilled. The website yeah. says that it's
3: supposed to be enjoyed between forty and forty-five degrees.
0: But is that Celsius huh. or is that Fahrenheit? Because <laughs> um, Germans use Celsius.
3: It
1: says Fahrenheit.
0: That would be really it's hot. Yeah, that's super hot. <laughs>
1: that would be, <laughs> would be
0: boiling. <laughs> that would be like a boiling. Drink. I was like, is this yeah. is this a warm drink? Are we drinking this? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's hot so, cider.
0: Yeah. So this thing, I mean, this thing, is like a, it's like a. Lemonade, zesty, fun. Like, I could just. I'm. I think I could hurt myself with these if I wasn't too careful. <laughs> you'd have to I drink really fifty could. of them. Don't.
3: Rem- don't yeah, yeah. That. You'd have
0: to drink fifty of them. But uh, but man, this this is actually really good. Um, I'm gonna have to come in if I rate this thing right now. I'm gonna have to come in and give it four and a half Luthers.
1: Four and a half. Uh, yes.
2: Four and a half
0: Luthers out of five. It's. Because it would take fifty of them. I <laughs> would be so proud. <laughs> Luther would be proud of what his uh, fellow countrymen have come up with mm-hmm. here. So, Michael, where are you at on it?
3: Okay, so let me give you the backstory for where for uh, for what I thought this was gonna be. and then now that I've tasted it, where I'm landing. Okay. So when Anthony kind of de- described it to me, I wasn't anticipating as much fruit flavor, okay? I was anticipating more like a white claw, which is like um chick beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> actual like chick this, beer. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the LaCroix of alcohol. You know, so like okay. LaCroix is like vague fruit uh sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And so like mm-hmm. I always joke that like LaCroix is like sparkling water that was on a fruit truck. so they're like advertised as raspberry but it's like it it, so i was i was anticipating this to be more in like the white claw range where it's like low abv kind of fruity but not a whole lot of like i've had one white claw and it was terrible like like just bad so that was my expectation of this when i and when i tasted i was like oh wow this is really good like it's it's hey it tastes fantastic um it's Real summary, like Anthony said, um, crisp, uh, low ABV, so I'm not worried <laughs> about like drinking too fast or anything. Um, I was thinking four and a half as well. I was I thinking four and a half. half liters as well. So, <laughs> nice. um, yeah, it's surprisingly good. I'm like I'm very pleasantly surprised. I was. Like I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be like White Claw (laughs) is what I I was thinking. Um, And I'm glad that it's not because it's actually very, very good. So four and a
1: half Luthers for me as well.
0: Nice. Bob, you want to give it a rating? What do you rate it? I got to give it a
1: five. (laughs) I've got to beat you guys. It's his favorite. (laughs) It is my favorite. Um, I'm really not a huge beer drinker, um, surprisingly, since we spend so much time in Germany. Um, But this one right here, it, it takes me back home. And uh, just think just drinking it sometimes. I'll start crying thinking about Germany. I love Germany mm, so much. Nice. So um, yeah, it's good stuff. That's awesome. what
2: your the first time you actually drank Luther beer, what you're rating. Yeah, the been. first
1: time I ever drank beer ever in my life, it was a couple of years ago.
2: High, four years, um, or five years
1: ago. I had a, a pa- pastor friend of mine, a German pastor friend of mine. We were we went over to their house for New Year's, mm-hmm. I believe it was, and uh I'd been telling them about our journey and changing some things. And he's like, I've got something for you, Bob. So we went down in his basement and he had a Luther beer. It was the brand name was Luther and it was a sweeter beer. I don't know all the details or how much alcohol it was in it or whatever, and I, I didn't really like that. That was <laughs> my first experience drinking <laughs> beer. was was rough. I, I gave was, it a point
2: five. Yeah, <laughs> I gave
1: it a you know, 0.5. That's, that's really. Um, you guys probably would have enjoyed it, um, but I, I it just as my first experience, it was pretty rough. But then, oh man! Shortly after that, I was introduced to Roddlers and and that became my go to. So.
0: You know, it's it's funny we uh we we have Michael and I have talked about we the the two of us like different types of beers, and and it's it shows really the creativity of God is what it does because everybody Mm -hmm. just kind of enjoys something different. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, beer is a fruit of God's creation. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. made naturally from a lot of stuff that God created. So, so, uh, you know, that's, uh, it's fun to, to, to talk about different types of beer and what different people drink because I don't know any two people that really enjoy the same type of beer and, and, one person will be like a stout, Ugh. you know, you give me an IPA and I'm throwing it out the window most of the time because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like them. <laughs> so, but man, this is a, this is a pleasant surprise. And so if you're in Germany and you stay, is it Stegel? How do you say the, the name? Nagle. of them?
1: Yeah. Say it again, girl. Stiegel, Stegel. What she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, there is a beer review of the Stiegel Rodler. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Not bad. Um, and and it gets four and a half from both Michael and myself. Bob gives it five because it's his favorite. And uh that's a that's a worthy rating. So we're uh now we're gonna talk a little bit. We're gonna move into an uh an interview. We're gonna talk to that's not really gonna be an interview, we're gonna have a conversation with the Red Anks about a little bit about their story. We're not gonna retell their story, but We're going to hit a couple of high points. And then because this is the close of our lamentations, we're going to really focus on the lament side of their story um, and how that fits into what we've been studying for the last uh, eight or nine weeks. So stick around, and we will be right back.
3: Welcome back to episode 107. Anthony and Bob and myself are all enjoying our Rodlers, and uh, Kelly is enjoying her water, I think. Um, And so, but tonight, like Anthony said, we're going to talk with uh, Bob and Kelly here and um, just kind of discuss with them their journey through um, Lament and. Kind of tying it into what we've been discussing the last few weeks. Um, if you haven't listened to their story on the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast, um, it, it's a it's a great um, it's a great testimony of the goodness of God through a very difficult, challenging time. Um, and so, I guess, uh, Bob, if you want to get started and. I don't really know how, where you want to go or how you want to start
1: but well, first I think we need to take a sip. Let's take another sip. Take, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, Always. That's a good way to start things.
2: I wish I liked beer. I feel so left out. I <laughs> uh,
1: do appreciate you guys having us on. Uh, I've been enjoying listening to some of your episodes um, last couple of weeks uh, where I'm at in the, in it of, I'm trying to finish up episode one Oh four. And that episode is speaking volumes to me personally, and I've shared some things uh, that I've been learning with Kelly, and it just resonates, Those some of the things you guys said on that episode, talking about abusive leaders, and that really is, is where we come in. That, that really kind of starts our story of lament. We were, we were um, missionaries to Germany for 10 years. We have three kids. And two of them were born there. Our oldest was three when we moved there. Um, one wonderful, beautiful kids. And so thankful for them. And we were part of a church in the States uh, that was very conservative. Um, and that church sent us to Germany and that church was our sole supporting agency, meaning that they all the finances that we received from other churches came to that church. We weren't part of our mission agency. And it was led by a very abusive pastor. And we didn't know that at the time, or we didn't want to admit that at the time. And uh, you go back, if you listen to the RFP podcast episode that we talked about that in length. But we thought we had a pastor who loved us and cared for us. We looked at him as a mentor. Um, we play, placed him up on a high pedestal. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were sent out in 2010 to go start churches in Germany, we we were excited about starting little churches from, from of our sending church. Little mini versions, little mini versions right. Church, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought we had some great support from that church, which we did. We had some folks from that church that said they were praying for us and we appreciate that. And uh, but mainly it was just a a place where the the money got funneled through. Mm-hmm. We didn't receive a lot of spiritual or emotional.
2: Yeah, we uh, weren't in support. Germany long before we realized that yeah. we were kind of on our own. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so we were going through, through all this for many years, trying to serve the Lord, and just you know realizing these different things. And uh, it was pretty, um, not nah, pretty pretty quick into the into us being in Germany that we started realizing that Germans are totally different than Americans, <laughs> and uh, we we started to realize that we needed to change in some of the things that we were doing and. Our philosophies and we're very legalistic in, the, in our mindset. And we realized that that wasn't going to work on the mission field with yeah. a different culture. And, and so one of the big things that we started to change on, we, we realized that the, the, the God's word doesn't give any prohibitions to the consumption of alcohol.
2: Yeah, we it wasn't just a quick decision either. This was we had been there a good six or seven years before we even right. started considering it or even studying mm-hmm. it from mm-hmm. God's word because we were so staunch in what we had heard our whole lives until finally some Germans kind of confronted us with the information. So we started yeah. to really study it out and couldn't come to grips with what we had always known. So yeah. Yeah. it was it and, was a long journey.
1: And so Part of that journey uh, was getting introduced to rodlers, and I <laughs> yes. started really getting a liking to them, <laughs> and uh, and and so that information—it's a long story how that that happened—but that information of of us changing our philosophies on this, and me getting a, a taste for rodlers—that got back to our our sending church there in the states, and uh, our our pat the pastor at the time was was very angry about that and uh, he sent letters to all our supporters and we we lost in in a very short amount of time we lost about 80% of our mission's funds oh, wow. and we, we knew we couldn't stay on the field we couldn't afford it it was impossible yeah. for us to do that
2: yeah so speaking i mean we're talking about lament i guess the beginning of our lament was the that first night that yeah. we found that yeah. out and just the gut punch of knowing what that meant for us knowing yeah. that we were not going to be able to mm-hmm. stay in germany that life had just drastically changed. And so I remember that first night, literally almost like paralyzing fear and agony of just like, what does this mean? What right. in the world does this mean for our future? And just, we sat up most of the night. We found out late about 10 o'clock at night, we got our first email and just sitting there and just playing in our minds what this meant for us and mm-hmm. what what our future mm-hmm. looked like.
1: And uh, it's interesting, but yesterday, yesterday was our...
2: Yeah, yesterday was the two-year... two-year-
1: anniversary Anniversary feels weird Two-year two
2: date Two-year
1: date of when it's yeah. all when the crap hit the fan and mm-hmm. you can say crap on this podcast Heck yeah Thank you me. can yeah <laughs> and
2: uh but i love it because honestly we didn't even think about it at all we yesterday didn't. We that didn't. it never it wasn't like something we felt like we needed to sit and think about or whatever i, I remember yeah. last
1: year it was because kind of, of god's
2: goodness yeah because yeah. of god's
1: goodness so yeah. that's, that's awesome but that part of that part of lament Uh, that we were going through. Part of that was that feeling of being abandoned. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had a support structure. We had a network that um, allowed us, that helped us be there in Germany to live there financially. Mm -hmm. And that was gone. A lot of, most of it was gone very quickly. And the people that we were relying on to to help us and who had committed to help us, they abandoned us and we felt that. So that was part of our lament. We lost a lot of friends. i got a lot of hate mail. Uh, from emails from pastors and just angry uh, at us uh, for the making these decisions,
2: and yeah. not just making decisions. People like literally accused us of leaving the faith. Right, we had left wow. the faith right. because of beer infused sprite. Right, <laughs> literally, <laughs> and just left the faith. We'd walked away from everything we'd known. I mean, just. Some hard things that we had to experience from people we considered Man. friends.
1: Had a little strain on our family. Um, thankfully that we were never extended family. Extended family, not, yeah. not immediate family, thankfully. Uh it was it was really hard to tell our German church the reason why we had to go back. The Germans mm-hmm. were kind of dumbfounded that what you lost all all this support, all this financial support because because uh you drink a, a rodler, really? Yeah. I mean that was that and they're was, kind
2: of like that's not even beer. It's not beer, <laughs> you know.
1: Um we we can laugh about that now, but it was t- it was tough. I remember having yeah. to announce to the church that that we were making plans to come back to re raise our our support. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was another part of the lament that we went through. Um, and then then at, at first we saw our church really support us and rally behind us. They even wrote a letter to the pastor in the states, um, telling him that they 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 needed us there in Germany. But then, very shortly after that, we started seeing some signs that uh, the the church was in in a lot of struggles.
2: Just about uh-huh. two or three weeks before we left, started noticing a lot of issues. They started having little private meetings without us, things like that that started to concern us mm-hmm. a little bit. But we just thought, okay, it's fine. You know, once we get back, it'll all be okay. And yeah.
1: so then we we come to the states. Um, that's a whole long story of how we came here to Greenville, Tennessee, of all places, middle of nowhere in East Tennessee. And um, but God, it was all part of God's provision and he had a house lined up for us here. And we had some friends here, but we really didn't know a lot of people here. So that was another part of the lament. We left our family and friends. My, my parents are missionaries in Germany as well. So, yeah. so we had to leave them. And a lot of the friends that did stick with us in Germany, a lot of our German pastor friends, that we had to say goodbye to. And then we came here to Greenville and we didn't know a lot of people. And so,
2: and we moved in March of 2020. I don't know if you remember anything going on in March of 2020, literally a week after we got here, the country shut down. Oh so we don't know anybody. We're in the middle of nowhere. And that you can't was just go a anywhere, huge...
0: or do
1: anything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. Just a huge right. chunk of,
1: we originally had it planned, and I'm giving a little more detail than I probably should, but, um, <laughs> We originally planned to be here in the states from March of 2020 to September, and we were really trying our best to get back. and We had a lot of meetings scheduled with a lot of churches to, to raise that those new funds and build that new network. But all those meetings got canceled because of COVID, and everybody yeah. was going online. And um, then shortly after that, a few months after us coming to the states, then then the, the church in Germany closed down. And even today, the, to this very day, it's still, we're lamenting that. it's. Mm. We loved our church. Um, we gave our heart and soul to that church for, for so many years. We started that church in twenty, well, 2014 with some Bible studies. And then 2015, we moved into the building. Um, so, so it was tough. It was tough to- So in a, in a way.
2: year's time, just the amount of crazy things that happened all at once yeah. were just really devastating for us.
1: And um, and really, we were at a point uh, in limbo. We didn't know what God was doing in our life. Um, we had it in our hearts that we wanted to go back to Germany so bad. Uh, we loved the country there, um, but but every time we turned around, it just was not. Nothing was happening. It was mm-hmm. it was getting harder and harder for us to to do that. And it was a very difficult time for us. We faced. Depression, I was depressed, mm-hmm. I think you were too. Yeah. And uh, we, we were angry, we were bitter, we were frustrated, we were sad, and all because I drank a rodler or a couple of them, <laughs> you know. Um, and that's what I kept telling God. Why? Why well, did why did we have to go through all this? Hmm. And there's a lot of questions that we had to keep asking that we kept asking God. And um, but that was part of that's part of the lament. We yeah. kept having to turn to prayer, we kept having to go to God. And just pour our hearts out to Him. And we cried out to Him. I remember many times just crying out to God and, and just sharing my complaints with Him. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a difference between, between questioning who God is and His character and actually just questioning Him and saying, what's going on, mm-hmm. God? Oh, yeah. uh, thankfully, I don't think we ever, I, I know we never, we never questioned who God uh, was. Uh, we, we knew He was true and we, our faith was strong knowing who God is. But um, I think
2: I learned more who God was through all of that. And honestly, learning God's sovereignty, you hear God's sovereignty all the time, Mm -hmm. but watching it play out in your life was really instrumental in growing us, in sanctifying us, because just... I remember just right away the story of Joseph, hearing the mm-hmm. story of Joseph, that people meant it for evil, but God meant it to good. And just yeah. being able to wrap my mind around that and grab onto that with both hands, mm-hmm. and just saying, God, I know you are yeah. part of the story. Even though it feels horrible, you allowed this to happen. This is all part of your plan for our lives. And just being able to just remember that constantly when those laments, when that were on our face crying and just yeah. asking God why, could remember God meant this for good. So even though it feels horrible, it is good yeah
1: and and if you remember back when joseph was in prison and even before that when he was sold into slavery that chapter it talks about that god was with joseph mm-hmm. and it repeats that over and over yeah. and yeah. over again and and we we felt that at numerous times throughout this whole journey of lament that god was with us and there's so many stories that we yeah. can share that of how God took care of us and met our needs and we never went hungry or our bills were paid. And
2: honestly, it's crazy to even think about, but like somehow financially, we never felt a pinch, right. even though we had oh, lost, awesome. I mean, once we, you know, getting back to the States, we were able to live in a house for free. We had, didn't have to pay rent for six months, just the ways that God provided for us that we yeah. cannot, I mean, we would take yeah. us days to share all the stories of how <laughs> God just was good to us. And we, and I think our kids getting to experience God's goodness in the middle of having to leave their friends, leave their yeah. home, leave the country that they've always known they they feel like foreigners in america Mm -hmm. but just our kids getting to watch god's goodness a car was provided for us just crazy and just all of us getting to just constantly experience god constantly just taking Mm -hmm. care of us and being good in the middle mm -hmm. of bad
1: and we had to learn that that uh that through all this pain that we were going through and all this rejection and all this abandonment we had to learn that god god it was and is even now today enough for us mm-hmm. and yeah. then we're still learning that God is enough. And, yeah. and-, and
2: that was something when we were going through and we kind of a spoiler alert that when God kind of showed us that we were not going back to Germany, which was one of the hardest things. I think honestly, through all the whole thing, just when we finally realized that God had closed that door and that was devastating for us. We were, we were trying to push that door open so hard, Mm -hmm. but God had showed us clearly, that's not what I have for you any Mm -hmm. longer. And so Mm -hmm. we had to lament that not being able to go back to what our kids considered home and what we had grown to consider home. And God had to show us because we just, I remember just praying out and crying like, God, why do you feel silent in the middle? We were just wanting answers. We want to do what you want us to do. And God had to just show us like, am I enough?
1: And I, I've been reading, you guys got me hooked on the book, dark clouds, <laughs> <the> name, right? <laughs> dark clouds, then, deep mercy. Yeah, there yep. you go. Um, and I did read a, a line in at the beginning and that you guys might've quoted this earlier. I don't know, but it lament is a prayer and pain that leads to trust. Mm. And that's, yep. That's what we have been going, we've been learning.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, we we also like another author, and we'll throw that out if that's okay. We love sure. Paul David Tripp. Oh, he's and, great.
2: Uh, Ooh. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he can <laughs> throw
1: some truth bombs down. And so, but cool.
2: ironically, while we were talking about preparing for coming on the podcast, I read or I watched a video that he had of interviewing a woman who had lost her two month old son mm-hmm. and talking about lament. And I was like, what are the odds of this? <laughs> but he made a statement that was just powerful. And he said that lamenting is actually an act of faith because mm-hmm. we have to come to God and bring our complaints and our, our concerns and our cares to Him rather than turning away from God grieving and be having grievances against yeah. god i mm-hmm. said most time when you're complaining it's about behind someone's back but mm-hmm. he said coming to god in a lament form and you're bringing your complaints to him yeah. is a big difference because you're doing it to his face and you're you're crying out to him help me with the complaints i'm sorry i'm upset with you right now yeah. help mm-hmm. me through that and i thought that was beautiful talking about it as an act of faith it, yeah. and we've experienced that
0: yeah, something something that we talked about when we when we did uh, our discussion on complaint was was really the difference between like grieving in mm-hmm. anger and grieving like biblically through lament, yeah. and and um, there there is that huge difference. And even though they may look same the same on the outside a little mm-hmm. bit, on the inside there's a, there's a difference in your heart attitude that says, "God, I I don't understand this. I don't mm-hmm. like it." I don't want this. This is terrible, but I still trust you versus I don't like this. This is terrible. Why are you doing this? Why do yeah, you hate get me, me you know? out of this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, every one of them is, is me centric and the other one is God centric. So yeah, right. man, exactly. what a great testimony.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, to further the lament that we were going through really for me particularly, and I think Kelly went through it as well, but I, I really went through a lot of it and I, I had to break down my idols and you guys kind of talked about that too in episode 104. Um, yeah, and how we I had to go through this process, and that was also part of my lament. I wanted to prove everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. I'd been, I'd re, we'd received so many emails of how, like Kelly said, that we left the faith and that I, you know that we were often crazy, crazy left field, uh, doctrinally, and I wanted to prove everybody wrong, so I was doing all I could to. Get that new network of of supporters to get back to Germany. I didn't want to let people down. I had my parents back in the state, uh, back in Germany. Excuse me. Had a bunch of friends who were wanting us to come back and be involved in ministry. I I didn't want to let ourselves down. You know, I had we had dreams of growing old in Germany and starting churches for the German speaking people. And I really felt like if we don't get back to Germany, I'm going to let ourselves down. Mm-hmm. And and there was a lot of comfort in that. We we knew Germany. We, we didn't really we, like Kelly said that our kids were foreigners, but we were kind of foreigners too. You know, here yeah. in the states,
2: <laughs> we have culture shock in yeah. America. We it had, sounds uh, weird, but we would have culture <laughs> shock.
1: And uh, we,
2: like, we Walmart is crazy. <laughs> when
0: did you guys <laughs> move to Germany first to be, first become missionaries? We moved um, in two thousand ten. Okay, so two thousand ten, and y'all moved back in two thousand and twenty, mm-hmm. right? So ten wow, that's, that's a
1: big change. Right. right. And we weren't, we didn't take a lot of, um, um, we didn't do visit a lot Mm -hmm. to come back, you know, take a furlough or whatever. And, uh, if we did, it was just a very short, quick trip and then six weeks, six weeks or whatever. And then we come back to Germany. And, and so, so yeah, our identity, what we thought our identity was wrapped around Germany and ministering there and church planting and, and uh, so we really thought—I I know I did—that maybe if we don't go back, we're going to lose this identity. So God, uh, He brought us a, a new pastor that that loved on us after our the pastor here in the states uh, abandoned us. He he brought us a, a new pastor, Dwayne Beach, uh, pastor of a military church in Germany, and they, that church became our new sending church. And uh, I remember talking with him while we we're here in the states. And uh, I was just sharing some of this lament with him, and I was so thankful that God brought him in our lives. He he really shepherded us. He really uh, took care of us, and, and we would have a lot of FaceTime chats. And I would just cry. And I remember one time I was just bawling, and I shared all those things that I just said that I mm-hmm. didn't want to. I wanted to prove yeah. everybody wrong. I want I didn't want to let anybody down, and didn't want to lose my identity. And he was listening through all the other other points. And when I got to that point that. I didn't want to lose my identity. He said, whoa, wait a minute, Bob. Wait a minute. Your identity is not in Germany. Mm-hmm. Your identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I just bawled. I just bawled. <laughs> and I realized, I realized that I was making Germany an idol in my life. And I had to change. I had to change. And it, I remember after that conversation, the Lord was working, already working in my heart. So that was kind of like the icing on the cake, you know? Yeah. And it was after that uh, I, I basically just said, whatever you want to w- want us to do, God, we'll do it. And so part of that, we, uh, the whole process is we had to choose to trust God. And we kept saying it. It was like an academic thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're trusting God to get us back to Germany. We're trusting God for that next step, blah, blah, blah. But this time, we really I had to really learn to trust God. Yeah. Because I said, whatever you want me to do, I threw my hands up and said, God, if you don't want us to go back to Germany, if you do want us to go to back to Germany, whatever it is, we'll do it and we had to be open to that and as kelly was saying we had to trust in his sovereignty he he wasn't surprised by all this stuff uh-huh. mm-hmm. he wasn't shocked and so we had to uh, choose to be open to whatever god wanted us to do we had to set aside our comfort and ease when we had to go through any door that came available to us and um and that whole thing is uh, was a a difficult time of literal tears Mm. and crying out to god but just saying god do your work whatever you want yeah and he did so i there was a a quote in the um in in dark clouds that i also that also spoke to me as i was reading it and said instead lament is a path to praise as we are led through our brokenness and disappointment the space between brokenness and god's mercy is where this song is sung Think of lament as a transition between pain and promise. It is the path from heartbreak to hope. Hmm. That is what we have learned through this. And that is what is so exciting about this journey. And you say exciting, you know, losing (laughs) friends and getting abandoned and all this craziness and financial instability. Yes, it's exciting because Hmm. there's hope. And that's what we've learned. And God's brought us, um, uh, redirected us, uh, and now we're here. We are staying here in the States. We've been staying here in the States for the last couple months uh, in, in a new position. God opened a door for us. That's a whole long process of how that happened too. Um, when we when I when we finally said, God, do whatever. We actually had about six or seven different opportunities that fell in our lap that we never. Oh, yeah. even, <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. We didn't <laughs> search for it or do any research or whatever. It just fell in our lap. And so we just had to say, OK, God, if you want us to do that, we'll, we'll do that. You know, and then God closed that door and then he kept closing all these doors.
2: One and, of them being Hawaii. Yes.
1: Oh, why why and that
2: door opened back up again it was a weird one yeah yeah
1: um that was a tough one (laughs) that was (laughs) was really tough um suffering for jesus in hawaii right (laughs) exactly (laughs) but there was a there's a church here in greenville tennessee and there were there it's a a multi-site church that uh and and they were going to start a third campus and they they wanted to have us come on staff, and maybe the campus pastor there, and then eventually, uh, shortly after, they hired me. Then they hired Kelly, and she's working in the admin and comms. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, so we're both serving on the staff, and we're very thankful for that. It's and a
2: healthy church, very healthy a church. Great That's awesome. Culture of serving where the entire church gets involved and is serving mm. and helping, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a really neat church to be a part of. That's it's very awesome.
1: Bible centered. And gospel-centered, uh, gospel-centered, very, gospel-centered, yeah. um, very caring uh, shepherds. We have uh, a lead pastor who loves us, and t- and we have a great, great elder board. Who, who's it's a totally different world than what we were used to in that mm-hmm. legalistic mindset that we were under for so many years. But we just love that it's grace-centered and gospel-centered, and working with the leadership and staff that encourages vulnerability and transparency. It's 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 just, it's a whole different world for us, but we're, we're loving it. It's, it's, it's a really great thing. And then we did something else. And go ahead and tell us what, what, what we did.
2: We started our own podcast. Yes, we did. Yes. If you had told me three years ago that I would be doing a podcast, i would be like, you're insane. I don't <laughs> like doing public speaking type of things, but it has been a blast (laughs) we have loved it and we it's called hope through the fire Mm -hmm. and we share a little bit of our own story in the first few episodes and then we interview people who have gone through tragedies or gone through really difficult things in their life and have learned to find the joy in it and have learned to find the hope through Mm -hmm. the fire so
0: that's great i I love that i have listened to a few of your episodes and i love it i think it's great um have you and and i know y'all use the mercy me song um Oh, what's the name of it? Even, even if. if, even if, um, that's I love that song. There's another, there's a worship tune I was actually listening to the other day. Um, and it made me think of you guys. It's Another in the Fire. Yes. Oh, man. That's
2: good. Is that Casting crowns?
0: No, I, who uh, I don't know who does it. I think it's Hillsong. I think it's Is Hill it Fire. okay? Yeah. Maybe.
2: So, yeah, I think it, it might be.
0: It made me think of y'all's first episode when you talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because that's kind of that whole story is centered around that that Mm -hmm. that, you know there's another person in the fire there. It's so man, what a great story. That's it's it's equally disheartening and encouraging at the same time. It's disheartening because you see the the depravity that man can get to. You you know, you see how low mankind can actually get, but on the flip side of that, there's always that hope. And I love that y'all's story comes back to hope and it comes back to, you know, even in the midst of all of this, even though all of these things happened, we can still turn to God and hope because that's what, that's what lament does for us. That's what mm-hmm. lament teaches us is it teaches you how to walk through that difficult time, how to get through that difficult time. And then when you get to the other side of that, how to continue to have hope and how to mm-hmm. continue to. Put your faith and your trust in Jesus, um, in his working in your life. And and man, what an encouraging story. I love that.
2: And the whole yeah. time we were talking and for some reason this verse came to my mind. I hadn't thought of it until now, but weeping might endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm. And I feel like mm. we're finally experiencing the joy that comes in the morning. Yeah. We endured the yeah. weeping for a year and a half, but now we've getting to experience the joy that comes in the morning. Yeah.
1: Now, don't get me wrong. When uh, when I listen to the RFP, uh, that intro that they have, <laughs> you know, one, of, one of the pastors that from from the very conservative background, he's on there, and Ooh. he's our he's our former pastor. And so I get a little triggered sometimes. So much joy there sometimes, but it is good to see God doing it because He's He is He is the, the the main character of our story. And yes, we yeah. shared that in the RFP podcast. Mm-hmm. But we, I got to say that again here. That yes. God is the main character of it all. We weren't, you know, our yeah. pastor wasn't. God is that main character. And yeah. just Because if see it had him. been
2: just us or him, there would have been no hope at the end of Absolutely. it. But because no. God was no. in there, there was hope through a tragic story, through yep. a not fun story.
0: Man, I love it. I love those kind of stories. I love hearing stories of God working and, and doing amazing things. <sighs> um, and and you guys, the, the podcast, I would encourage, do y'all have like social medias you want
1: to share or they do we're on we're on twitter and we're on facebook we're not cool like you guys on instagram <laughs> and all that stuff we're not posting our beer pictures on instagram or anything. <laughs> um, but but yeah we're on there and then we have a um an email address info at hope through the fire dot com and we'd love to hear from folks ma'am so. I would encourage uh,
0: anyone if you if you've listened to the Raid Inc. story on the RFP and you've listened to it here, man, shoot them some encouragement, shoot them some love because because this I have been encouraged listening to those two episodes and then sitting here and listening to this and just I mean it's like. It just, it's never, it never stops and, and the goodness of God never stops and it never gives up. And, it, and, right. you know, um, I'll, I'll, I guess this will be my controversial statement for the week, but some people would even say it might be reckless <laughs> 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 because, because it just, I mean, it's, that is what the, the love of God does is it yeah. just continues on and mm-hmm. on. And for those who are calling to his, to his purpose, that's what he does. And so he is a good God and he is a good father. Yes. Um, Man, what an encouraging story! I'm so glad that y'all took some time to to come and hang out and talk with us, um, and tell tell your story. Talk about the lament. I know it's probably not easy to kind of regurgitate all that stuff over again and 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 kind of rethink about it. Um, but man, what an encouraging story, Michael! You have any questions you want to add on? I don't think so. I am still sitting here.
1: <laughs> I've
3: been very quiet just because I'm so like in like the the story is so like captivating to to hear the whole um, journey of what y'all went through and seeing how for a year and a half you guys have been working like it it sounds like your goal for a year and a half was to get back to germany get back to germany and you were right. pro- going through the process of lament and then you know, when God tells you, no, that's not what I have for you now, that's hard. Like I could I see how that could totally be heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um But, but seeing how, you know, in the, in when all that was going on, that whole journey for you guys, you guys had no idea what God was going to do with that and what God was going to use that for. And now you're getting to, see the first really the first fruits of that and sharing your story and and sharing that you know all of that all of that garbage and junk that y'all went through like you've come out on the other side of this and you have hope and you have joy um and you're you're resting in jesus and and it's it's really encouraging to me like anthony said like i haven't had to go through anything like that i haven't been told like hey all your friends that you've made for the last 10 years like like i haven't had to tell any friends like i have to leave and i don't know when i'm going to get back like that that's really heart-wrenching yeah um but seeing you guys like like i can tell that you guys are just filled with the with the joy of jesus and with his hope and it's very encouraging to me and, and i'm i'm very thankful that you guys were, were with us tonight and well I shared
1: I shared your story, yeah. I appreciate you 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 guys letting us come on here. I never would have thought that how many years ago it was when we started when I we started changing our philosophy that I would be sitting on a podcast <laughs> drinking beer with <laughs> three guys, talking about beer. Um I'm not a guy. Well three guys. <laughs> oh, you're the one
2: of the three, sorry.
1: The one of the three. You're drinking that water stuff. Yeah. Um, but this is yeah this has been great you guys are so encouraging and and uh the other thing that i i i'm, I'm a little jealous though and i should have said this at the beginning
2: <laughs> i know where this is going <laughs> you know where this is
1: going babe um anthony i, I want that beard bro I want can that have be- it. well both of you guys i want the beard <laughs> <laughs> my beard's girl, not beard. A, my beard not as full as anthony's i can't
3: right. get mine to, to, but he's still I can't jealous of yours to to yours, it's, better got, <laughs> it's better
1: than what i got man better than what i got
0: See, he I just want one. you to know, just... I can't grow it up here, so I grow it down here. That's that's <laughs> the only reason I grow a beard is because I can't grow it on top of my head. <laughs> I've been balding since I was 16 or 17 years old. Seriously. And wow. yeah, I, at about 23, I said, you know what? Forget it. It's all coming off. And mm. and I shave it about three times a week now. So,
1: <laughs> Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, well, that beard is nice looking beard. That's Thank nice. you. I've worked on it for a while. I like it. Maybe you should
2: change the name of the podcast to Beer Bibles and Beards.
0: You never (laughs) know. That's
2: a Mount Beer Bibles.
1: Triple B. B. Triple B.
0: The Triple B. Awesome. Well, guys, man, thank you so much uh, for joining us and look up the Hope Through the Fire podcast. Find them on Instagram, find them on Twitter. No, they're not on Instagram. They told us that. They're on Twitter, though. Nope. Come on, get on Instagram. I don't even know how to use (laughs) that. We don't either. (laughs) Neither do we. No, not at all. (laughs) All we do is post pictures of beer. That's it. Uh, So, man, thank you guys for telling that story. Um, so encouraging uh, for us. It, I mean, I'm glad we could encourage y'all, but man, I, I'm going to be honest. Y'all were more encouraging to me than I think mm-hmm. I was to you. Um, thanks for having us. Thanks for having man, us, man. So good. So good. Well, Michael, if they want to find the Beers and Bible podcast on social media, where would they do that? You can find
3: the Beers and Bible podcast on Instagram at underscore. You can find us on Twitter at Beers and Bible P1. You can find us on Facebook by searching Beers and Bible Podcast. Um, you can email us at Bible at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, BeersAndBiblePodcast.com.
0: So until next week, I hope your beer stays cold and your Bible stays open. And we will see you later. Peace out. Juice.
1: <laughs> What does that mean? It <laughs> means bye in German. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That
0: was awesome. My bad. I'll leave that part in there. That's great.